We got a big one coming up on Sunday. It seems like it has been forever since the Seahawks were playing in front of the 12s, and they got a really good team coming in, the Los Angeles Chargers. And to talk about that in last week's game and other stuff, it's the Pete Carroll Show with the coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll. It's very convenient that you would be on the Pete Carroll Show, Pete. Yeah, that's, that's right. I don't know how that happens every week. Yeah, it's, it's really a great coincidence for us. Uh, okay, before we look ahead to this weekend. Uh, I hear he's a heck of a guy. I don't know, but I just sort of hear. Eh, he's okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that game last. Was that your most complete game of the season on the road against a really good team? Yeah, well, I like the one before, too. The, the last two weeks have been kind of extensions, you know, and, and of, of each other. And um, last week was really a solid game. I'm talking about the one in London. And then this game was really solid, too. Um, but we did give him a couple of scores there, you know, just made it a little bit interesting and, and to keep it from being a, a really commanding game for us. But uh, we're real happy with the performance. Yeah, it, it was so solid. And, man, I tell you, Russell Wilson looks like a guy just in complete command right now. And, I mean, he's he's been really good for a long time. But, man, he just seems to be in a groove right now. Yeah, I think he's really fitting it all together really well. And he's doing – his part in the run game to contribute there. He ran a couple times last week and, and connected a couple runs with the fronts just right, and then threw the ball like crazy. And third down was great, and the touchdowns and all that. So he um, he played really well. He's, we're we're, uh, we're really liking the way it's all fitting together. We're hoping we can keep it moving in the same direction. The the play that you were just uh, you seemed really excited about the play everybody was talking about, and that was the Michael Dixon running on that punt and I mean you've said in your post-game press conference that was your favorite play of the game now upon further review still your favorite play of the game oh yeah oh yeah no I, I love that that play and the, the way it happened and and uh you know it was it, because it was a surprise and there was some drama to it and there was it, it, we also just had such a great look at it too you know we we're looking right down the sidelines at it and it, we we're all just you know, chins dropped and <laughs> and then he pulled it off and he did exactly the right thing for the situation to make a first down. It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't ill-advised. It was just not advised. <laughs> you know? And uh, he pulled it off. I think that's my new favorite quote. It wasn't ill-advised. It was not advised. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it, I, I liked, we learned something about him, you know, and, and that's a, that's a ball player that makes a decision like that and pulls it off and knew exactly what was happening. And, and he took advantage of it and, and made a winning play. So explain that to me from a coach's perspective, because I you can't have your guys freelancing, and I know that there's a fine line between them just making a football decision in the moment and them you know freelancing off script. So I mean that there must be kind of a delicate balance there. Can you explain that to me? Well, yeah, the, the um, <clears throat> through great repetition and 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 experience and, and confidence, all those things mixed together. Um, come, can really, that can really generate great improvisation. And uh, um, the, the way I've kind of explained it in, in years past is like when you learn to play the piano and you play like a little Mary Had a Little Lamb or something like that, if you play it a thousand times, you can play it and it can sound like jazz or it can sound kind of kind of hopped up. You can set, make it a dance tune. You can do whatever you want with it because you, you've learned the skills of things and you can improvise and make things something uniquely in its own fashion through improvisation. But that comes through hard work and discipline and repetition and all of that. Um, and so there's, there's room for 
uh, greatness to, to show up in individuality and stuff in, in performance, you know, if you allow for it. And it's, it, there, it isn't always, it's not always the right time for people to go ahead and experiment with stuff. And that's why this was such a, uh, such a telling moment because, you know, Michael hadn't taken off yet on a play and, and, and he had been told that sometimes he should, I, I told him that, you know, and, and, and look for the right opportunity. So, uh, had that, he not made it, it w- wouldn't have been his fault. You know, that would have been my advising him, maybe and giving him the freedom that that um, led him into a mistake. But he pulled it off. So uh, um, that I don't know if that explains it, but yeah, there's yeah. there's something about allowing people to to have the freedom to create within the confines of of the parameters of what's going on, and and some of the the most unique players and the special plays happen because of that. And if you don't allow for it, then you're going to get routine that you can count on. And that's good. And that's solid. And I've just tried to all over the years, always have space for, you know, great players to do great things and, and allow them to do that. And, and uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. I got to tell you, that's the first time I've heard Mary had a little lamb as a football analogy. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's old, old, old piano guy t- talking to you about it. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, after the game, there was uh, this moment in the locker room. Good job of staying together, going on the road and getting this. Beautiful job. Beautiful job of staying together, going on the road and getting this work done. That's a beautiful day's work today now. Beautiful job. And you all know that. Let's take this moment. This is the first game that we have played, the Seahawks have played, since the passing of our owner, Paul Allen. Let's, let's do this just in great spirit. He has done so much for all of us. Think about it, all of us. He's put us in this position where we are. We're going to keep celebrating his, the spirit that he's brought into our area, to our club, to the league, just to the world. He's an unbelievable one, one once in a lifetime guy. We'll give him this ball. Uh, Bert, where's Bert? Bert, why don't you take the ball for him? I guess I always just think of the game ball. You know, I take it at face value. But what does it mean to you guys in the arena? I mean, is, is there some deeper meaning that most of us don't know when you – when you give game balls and when you have moments like that? Well, first off, we don't give game balls on a regular basis. We don't do it at all. And so, um, but it has always been a symbolic gesture, you know, to recognize some uh, special effort that, that warrants it. And so, um, and it's kind of classic, you know, in, in, in a way. And so he was deserving of whatever. There, there's no way we can ever give back um, and match up, but it, there are some small ways that we can, you know, make a statement. And that's really, these guys all, all believe that. And they all stand by that thought. And, and those, a lot of guys didn't know Paul very well, but those that did and the coaches that do, and the guys in the organization uh, all felt, you know, it was, you know, we'd like to give tribute wherever we can. Yeah. No, that was a cool moment. You seem really happy this year. I mean, you, you've just looked like you really love this team and love. I, I know that you're not happy with those first two games, but you, you've done about as well as you could you know, from week three on, but you just seem like you really love the makeup of this team this year. I, I do. That, that's true. And uh, <clears throat> I don't, you know, I don't mind saying that. It's, it's just, it's the, uh, it's the staff, the fit with the, the relationship of the coaches and the players, uh, coaches to coaches and coaches to players. Um, but it's really coming out of the locker room that these guys, they, they like being here and they're willing to work for it and go for it. Um, they have never taken a step back. We haven't had a bad day. We haven't had a day where we, you know, we got to throw that one out and start over again. Um, they've brought a tremendous attitude, which I attribute to the um, the really solid and really um, uh, balanced leadership. <clears throat> the guys that are in the leadership positions on this team um, have really set things in motion and supported the message and and made it come to life. And I think they're 
they're really the um, the the ones that are responsible for what's going on. Yeah, and you know, there's that theory out there that you have a style and enthusiasm and messaging that that resonates particularly well with younger players. Is there something to that theory? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about younger players. I don't know. I, I don't know. You, I don't know how to evaluate that. But um, there is a spirit about the culture of our program that I think is unique. And that, that um, I know we hear so much from guys who leave. You know, last week we in, in Detroit we talked to some guys that had been here, and, and they're, you know, you, they miss us some. You know, they, I don't want to go too far with all that, but yeah. uh, they miss us some, you know, and, and uh, they, you know, it's not the same when they go other places. And we hear that all the time. Um, so we got a good place, you know, to work. And uh, that we, I, I think, and this could maybe an opportunity here, Dory, that I think the culture around your environment is so powerful and so crucial, um, whether it's whether it's a team or it's a company or a, a club or a family. Yeah. You know, every there's cultures everywhere. I think we probably talked about that before. But where where there is where you know there is cultures, you also you have a responsibility if you want to to make it a really good one and one that's going to be supportive and, and, and prosper and and, uh, and you know be beneficial to the people that are part of it. And we have a I think we have a responsibility to you know to work in in, in a manner that allows you to create a great place you know for sure. for performance and to work and to send you spend your life you know and all that we got a lot of hours we put in here and i like it to be a great place and and i think you get better production i i, don't, I can't prove that to you but i know it's true you know i don't have science behind it but i know it's true and and so it's really important that we're always in tune with nurturing a great place and a great environment to work in well and here's something else that you know i i think i and a lot of people have observed about the team this year and and i want to i want to find out if that's consistent with you on the inside but i think in years past there were a lot of loud brash guys on this team and people around the country kind of love to hate the seahawks this year yeah you probably saw the picture that little two-year-old boy who was born without a hand and they took off his jacket and he was there to see shakeem griffin and and I had a young woman on my show Monday, Pete, 26 years old, Kate. She's battling terminal breast cancer. She and her best friend went to Detroit to watch that game. Chuck Arnold invited her on the field for pregame warm-ups. Uh, Tyler gave her the football after his first touchdown. There just seems to be a lot of feel-good stories, and that seems different from, like, the perception of the Seahawks in, you know, the recent past. Does it, does it feel that way to you, too? No, it doesn't feel that much different in that regard no? in terms okay. of giving to the community and the people around us. I think our guys have always been really that way. I, I think there's been some, um, you know, really individual guys that were, with brash uh, nature about them and outspoken, and, and it, and it, it, it wasn't th- things weren't as quite as smooth as they are now, and and maybe as, as you know, much as much feel like continuity and stuff. Um, but we've managed through our way through that. But those guys, even all of those people um, that have been here in the past, they always were really giving and really, um, uh, you know, ones that wanted to reach out and help others. So I don't know if that that's the same thing, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It feels much smoother, much uh, um, much more together maybe, and, and much more consistent in the messaging and all that. And with that, I totally agree with you yeah. in, in that regard. Hey, before I get to Sunday's game, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, midweek we got the news that uh, the first ever Seahawk coach, Jack Patera, we lost him. He had a tough battle with cancer. Uh, did you know him? Did you meet him? Uh, what do you, yeah, what yeah, you tell me about and, him? And uh, what I knew more, you know, I knew, knew of him back in when he was coaching back in the day, um, but I, I've run into more players 
and heard from the players that played for him, you know, in our alumni get-togethers and stuff. And man, those guys loved him, and they really had they had a lot of respect for him and the way he he handled them and and attributed to the spirit of the Seahawks back when they you know when they were getting started and all that. And and uh, you know, Jack, he he had a he had a big impact on a lot of people that was really obvious. Yeah, and man, uh, they they didn't win a lot, but they were fun. And like Monday Night Football, they loved having the Seahawks on because of the fake field goals and and the stuff they'd run. It, it was kind of a fun spirit about that team, even before they had any track record of success. Yeah, well, it, it, sound, it seems like that, and, and the players were appreciative of, of however you know, they, they carried out their business. They, they liked playing for the guy. Well, can you tell me about the health of your team going into Sunday? I know that uh, midweek there were a bunch of guys who sat out practice on Wednesday. Uh, what's the health looking like going into this weekend? Well, we're not too bad. There's a couple guys that, that we got to see how they respond, you know, to the, the past game in the week. Not not real injuries, but just coming back from from the pounding. Uh, KJ's been a little bit slowed up this week, just in response, but he's he's uh, should be ready to go. He's got, we held him back a little bit during the week just to make sure he could respond. Um, uh, Ed Dixon came back fine, um, and and we'll see Rasheem Green come come back to us uh, this week. Um, and so we're, we're we're in pretty good shape. We really can't can't kick about it right now. We're in pretty good pretty good health for uh, this time of year. Okay, and you need to be with this LA Charger team coming in four game win streak. One of the best quarterbacks, not just in the league. He's he's probably top ten all time. Philip Rivers this is uh, another yeah. another really good test for you guys. Yeah, they're they're really well balanced. Uh, they're kind of quietly putting together a nice little run, and, and uh, uh, they've done a nice job. Um, from last year and connecting into this year, and they had a couple of games they lost early on. They're one and two coming out of the shoots, but they've really got back on track. And they they're good on defense. Uh, they they make it hard on you. They don't give you a lot of easy stuff. Uh, they they run the football with with uh, you know real good consistency. And then they got this marvelous guy you know pulling the trigger back there at, at quarterback. Uh, Philip Rivers is a great player, and they've given him uh, you know some real talent at the receiver spots too. Uh, Melvin Gordon is is an excellent tailback. So they've got the firepower, and they've got a really good, solid approach to their overall team. And so they're hard to beat right now, and they, they keep knocking out these wins. So uh, much like last week, we saw a Detroit team that, that had really been playing good ball. These guys are really playing good, and we're going to have to play a good football game to stay out ahead of them. Well, and it seems like forever since you've been in front of the 12s. I mean, now you get six of the last nine at home. That's uh, I mean, seems how you've come through these first seven you know, in decent shape. That's got to be nice the way the, the schedule's shaping up now. Well, I hope so. Um, we're going to need the 12s. You know, we're going to need need the Sea Link uh, doing doing the magic, and, and we're, we're going to uh, really try to get it uh, you know, to the point where they can feel the way we play and how physical we're playing right now, how tough we've been playing on defense and special teams and running the ball on offense. It's really been a nice style. And they, they really, the, our guys haven't really seen this much, you know, so um, next couple, two or three weeks and four weeks as we, we're here and, and around Sea Link, I hope uh, we connect really well with the fans because we're going to need the spirit and all the noise and all the, the craziness it is to play here for our opponents. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll be ready to go because they're, they're very excited. I've been hearing from them. They're very excited about how the team's playing right now. All right, go have a great game Sunday. It'll be nice to see you in front of the home fans, and I will talk to you next week. All right, Dory, good to talk to you again. All right, the coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joining us. Uh, if you have thoughts, the Online Trading Academy text line at 989073. And we have lots more straight ahead after we check the news for you here on the Dory Monson Show.